Hello, I'm Annie Botticelli, and welcome to my report about the full moon at 19 degrees of Aquarius on August 11th, 2022 at 9.36 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. According to the Farmer's Almanac, native tribes who had different names for the different moons each month, and one of the names that one of some of the tribes had was the full red moon. And it's possible that you might see a little bit of a red haze around the moon, depending on where you are at this time. This full moon is also a super moon, which means that it is closer to us and it will appear bigger than usual because it is closer. And yes, that does mean that the gravitational effects on the bodies of water, also including us, will be intensified, bringing more drama, more excitement, more manifestation. For better or worse, the intensity will definitely be there. And it may stretch those dates that we usually see a few days before and after. You might be feeling that even further before and after because of the extra intensity. This can create even more insomnia. If you get moony, moody, whatever goes on, you're gonna be shaking off that emotion like a dog shakes off water, with the water representing emotion because this is definitely going to be intense. But the chances for elucidation or pulling something into the light from the darkness, for better or worse, um, shining brilliantly, something showing up brilliantly, is much more increased at this moon. We've had quite a lot of intense moons in a row for a few months here. And so this is yet another one, and you will be feeling it. So. You're going to see fullness, completion, fruition, drama, accomplishments, manifestation, for better or worse. In any different area of life, it can show up, but we do have a special concentration on all things Aquarius. So, type of questions and topics that come up around this full moon, and when we say when this is going to come up, you know, usually we see at least three days before so like August 8th, three days after, so like August 14th, so this whole period of time. But that, that could spread out further, and there is a two-week cycle at play, there is a one-month cycle at play, and there is a 13-month cycle at play when we're talking about moons. Okay, so the things that come up can be quick, kind of blow over quickly, or they can have any of these timelines that can be noteworthy. So the types of things that tend to come up as it relates to Aquarius, that we might see this drama, that we might ask these questions, that we might see something exciting happen. Are you still resonating with your friendships? Are you still resonating with social media? Do you need to take a break or do you need to start an account? We're still in this really awesome period of time where we're free from the personal planet retrogrades until August 21st when we start that very long decline into the inward and backward energies that will last until well, March of 2023. So if you've got to do something new or activate something in any of these areas, this is a really fantastic time for this. Things like networking. Are you supposed to be connecting with other people, acquaintances, close friends, or groups? 
You know, are you resonating with the people that you were in group with? Do you need to find your place within a group? Do you need to assert greater team leadership or step back within a team or leave one completely? Possibly could hearing other people's views help you define your own or take your project to the next level, right? You might meet people that you feel like are in your tribe that speak your language or something like that. Anything having to do with communities, large organizations, including humanitarian efforts. If you're an inventor or you have an idea or a copyright or a patent, you feel something wanting to be birthed, this is a great time to research and also actually take the steps for your legal protection. So you're not going to have as great a time in the, in, you know, for launching things and taking as big of steps. So if you want to do something along these lines and you're ready, this might be a time to do this. So along with the friendship circles and acquaintances, dating could be in here. So it could be very lively and all internet-based projects. So if you're wanting to launch a website or do something in the virtual realms, anything virtual, this is actually a fantastic time in the month of August and in the days August 8th through the 14th, we've got some extra great energy close to this full moon for these topics. So if you want to actively use the full moon manifestation energy, I always like to call what I do. So we talk about new moon manifesting, but I like to talk about full moon reveal and release ceremonies. This is what I call them. I have a blog series um, on my AnnieHelpsYou.com site for each of the full moons in each sign. But it's just basically if you've got something within these topics that you are trying to let go of or you're trying to clear the space for, you know, all these 11th house Aquarius types of things, you can do your prayers, do your ceremonies, do whatever you do to ask for those blocks to be revealed and released. You know, it is a form of manifesting, but it is also very focused on going into the depths and elucidating something um, on the topics that could be interfering with what you're trying to do, whether it's your clarity or whatever. And you can do that at any time in this cycle, but the eight hours leading up to the exact full moon time is extra potent. So it's at 9.36 p.m. Eastern time. So you've got to convert that into your time zone, or you can just look up full moon in Aquarius on August 11, 2022, you know, in your time zone to see what time it is. And then you can use the eight hours before. So leading up to that for your extra, extra powerful stuff. Okay. So now let's take it a couple of layers or we'll go in deeper into the angles that are presented at this time. First of all, the, the very obvious, you know, um, when we have a full moon, the moon is opposite the sun, this is an opposition, and it does tend to create a push and pull being pulled in a couple of different directions. And we will see that. Saturn is here just a few degrees away. And so you might not see this listed as a factor in this moon, but it really is because three degrees, especially for an outer planet, is in close proximity. So there's something Saturnian, something long-term at play here, something, you know, with the stern taskmaster or discipline or, you know, something for that you're working hard for and trying to manifest or that you worked hard for and could be manifesting at this time where past work could be present to make this even better. Now, Saturn can also be got a buzzkill, I guess is a good way to put it, <laughs> a chop buster, as I like to call them. And so sometimes having the sat, you know, Saturn in proximity here uh, 
can, you know, just mean that there's a little bit of a toughness or a harshness that comes to this. And we don't know if it's going to be that, that yucky, harsh, you know, difficult thing or that positive, like long-term accomplishment thing, but the spectrum can go either way and it is present. So I wanted to mention it. The next thing we have going on, which is very powerful, is the sun is at 19 degrees of Leo, which is making very close to this square. See, so we're one, two, three signs apart. Each sign is 30 degrees, so that's a 90 degree angle. And that's a square, that's a challenging angle to this, to Uranus, the jolt, the jolt bringer, the bringer of shock and awe and, you know, challenges and surprises. And it isn't a little bit of a pressure angle, but it could be something positive like, whoa, you're pregnant. And now, wow, that's stressful, but you got to, you know, but it's, but you're, but yay, <laughs> you know, so it could be like a shock that is a shock. It's a jolt, but it could be awesome. It could just have pressure around it, or it could be a super just unwelcome jostling. But there is a bigger story here because we still do have transiting North Node and of course all of this opposing transiting South Node factored in with this Uranus. If you have not already watched my triple conjunction video, please do that because we're not going to cover all the mega mega things that there are to know about this aspect. The triple conjunction was exact when Mars um, was connecting with these two, two placements and everything was opposing here. And now Mars is separated a bit, so it's not as much a factor at this particular full moon, but the storyline of the transiting North Node, opposing South Node, and Uranus connected to these will actually stretch into like even January of 2023. So you'll want to understand this because this has to do with your karma and your dharma in a big way. So clearing out negative karma, unlocking positive karma or positive, you know, hidden gifts and also stepping into your highest expression in this lifetime. So very big trajectory shifts, similar to some things we talk about at eclipses. It's, it's a kind of, even though we're mid-eclipse cycle here, it's very eclipsy in that way where, you know, things just come all of a sudden from this Uranus energy and it's flavored into this full moon. So it could be on the topics we discussed here or it could be in any area of your life. And, you know, so there's this this energy of shock, of revitalizing change, of things that were stagnant suddenly getting zapped into newness, and that could actually be quite easy. So if you've been trying to make some changes and it's been difficult and things have been stodgy and stuck, this can enlighten and enliven. And regardless of the fact that it's in a challenged angle, sometimes those challenged angles just mean the pressure of the change or the integration of something different and kind of you know, like let's say you're getting a new stove and you haven't cleaned behind the stove in a while and you have stuff stored in the bottom of it. And, you know, so now you've got to get the thing out. You've got to clean it up back there. You have to, you know, move the stuff that was in it. You know, it's like, okay, so great. You got the new thing. Now you've got the pressure on before the delivery people get here. You know, something, it's just an example of sometimes pressure can be a good thing and you may experience that here. But the, con but the outcomes, we'll say, uh, can be very long lasting. So although Uranus is known to be fleeting, you know, and fast where things like a lightning strike come all of a sudden, the effects of this lightning strike might be quite long lasting. Um, and it can be quite positive despite the pressured angle. Okay. So there is also another, uh, make sure you do watch that triple conjunction aspect, even though the triple part of it is not in as much effect, because I did talk, do talk about 
you know, really a lot of details about this particular aspect, which has not happened in 2300 years, and it is woven into this full moon. So you want to refresh her on that. While you could experience very positive jostling, we do have to look at the possibility that you might be seeing red at this full red moon because Uranus can be this unpleasant jostle um, to this whole scene, you know, creating a T-square there. And the jostle could make you very mad. It could be that someone does something that's unpredictable or something doesn't work out or, you know, that something breaks and now you have to buy a new one or, you know, just something that could actually make you very mad could be happening at this time. So hopefully you won't be seeing red and the only red you might be seeing is the haze around the moon, which tends to happen at this time um, sometimes. But just kind of be aware that there is a chance that some anger and frustration could come up because of this, but likely it will pass pretty quickly, you know, because Uranus is um, a very fast, uh, you know, kind of like a zap, like it happens and then and then it passes. Now, as I talked about, there is a chance because of the nodes being connected here that it could factor into some long-term things. So this, this anger, this frustration could cause you to make life-changing decisions that really set you on a path that will be better for you. So even though you're mad at the time and you might be mad at the person or the thing or the circumstance, it actually could turn out really, really, really to your benefit in surprising ways. So just kind of let the let the smoke clear, let the, you know, the emotions fade to kind of see because pretty quickly you might start to see that, wow, someone did you a favor by getting you out of something that was really challenging um, or not the best thing for you or that you would not have left, but maybe it's better that you're out of it now. Um, and then this seeing red could change to seeing pink with love and gratitude. Um, because of the positive changes that come from the unsettled stirring. Okay, so there is also a beautiful aspect. Neptune is making a nice aspect with Mars. And so Neptune is, and it's in Pisces, is the energy of dreamy, you know, um, ethereal, otherworldly kind of, you know, could be foggy, but this is in a positive angle just like the blending of worlds, you know, creativity, that type of thing, romance. And it's in this beautiful angle with Mars, the bringer of action. Mars is not yet in its retrograde cycles, so it's super, super active, super strong, really great time to act. And it's in Taurus, very practical. So you might take some steps now that are very practical and again, could be long lasting but they could be inspired by intuition. They could be inspired by creativity. And so if you're stuck on a subject, doing something different, even, even like going for your walk in an opposite direction or driving to work a different way, or instead of making yourself crazy, go you know breathe for 10 minutes or go garden or like anything that you do that breaks up the, the rote kind of uh, path that you're on with, with trying to find a solution or, or take an action, can be very beneficial here because of all of this combination of energy that we're talking about. So, you know, praying about it, asking your subconscious mind. Neptune is another space that really rules the subconscious and unconscious mind. Asking yourself before you go to sleep for dreams to reveal to you ideas, for you to wake up with ideas 
of the actions that you're supposed to take. So some very positive um, actions can be taken at this time. Some clarity can zap through and intuition and creativity can factor into um, practical things, which is a very nice, um, a nice connection or nice, you know, combination. And this can really have to do with money, self-sufficiency, and other, you know, really tangible, mundane types of things. If you haven't already watched my horoscopes for August, go to AnnieHelpsYouTV.com, also syndicated on my um, Astro Kisses with Annie Botticelli podcast, which is on all major podcast providers, and see what's up for you know more details for the month because I go into a lot of details in those horoscope videos. And as of the time I'm posting this, I do actually have the um, September horoscopes up, and very soon I will also have the October horoscopes up so that you have them for your planning. If you resonate with how I teach and you want to learn astrology, go to loomlife.com, L-U-M-E, life.com. This will show you my astrology um, courses. You can also go to anniebastrology.com and see even more resources that I have, courses, my exclusive content portal, which has your sneak peek into planning for 2023 and Jupiter through the signs and um, my books and all of that. And you can go to my blog sites, CozyBySweetStarlight.com and AnnieHelpsYou.com to get more free goodies from me. So I hope this full moon is very enlightening, elucidating, and zaps into your being some clarity and some wonderful solutions. I'll see you in the next video.